0: Hey, everyone, it's Siobhan with The Creative Outsiders, where we connect the dots for storytellers. Basically, we want to show you it's possible to live your filmmaking dream. This is season four. We're back. I am sitting down and talking with Kristen Winchester. She is a licensed therapist and a mindset coach, speaker, host of the DSBG Mindset Podcast, and founder of Her Therapy Space, a mental health private practice in Washington, D.C. She partners with ambitious women of color entrepreneurs and professionals to break the negative thought patterns, keeping them from success so they can live out their purpose with excitement and confidence. So let's welcome her on. Hey, girl. Hey, 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 what's up? <laughs> I'm excited because we get to, you know, sit down and chat, get everybody's mind together. So I'm right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely need it.
0: So I always like to start off with asking people, uh, especially because as everybody who is listening, you can tell this is not a filmmaker necessarily, but uh, she is a creative. Like, I'm putting that out there. Yeah, I'm putting it on you. You're a creative. Yes. Um, but I wanted to basically just get our, uh, our minds together, especially with the time that we are in right now. If you're listening to this later, we are at the, I guess you can call the the brink of the virus going down. Um, And I know a lot of people just have a lot of things going on in their mind, personal life, professional life. So I thought this would be a great kickoff. But before we get in the, you know, like, let's help everybody um I wanted to ask you how did you get started like how did you know you were going to be a therapist and have your own like practice.
1: Yeah so when I started I did not know that I would end up here. <laughs> but um I originally started being interested in the psychology and mental health field back when I was younger because I forgot how old I was. I was probably like 13 or 14 and one of my friends from the neighborhood killed another one of my friends. And yeah. And it really had me thinking like, why the heck did he do that? Like what was going through his mind? Like what made him snap and really, you know, take someone else's life? Like what was going on? And I really started to get interested in you know, knowing how people move the way they move, what made them tick the ins and outs of just what's going on in their minds. And I started getting obsessed with law and order SVU and all them other crime shows, forensic files and all that. So I went to school for psychology and then in grad school, I majored in forensic psychology. So I initially started out my career working with offenders in the criminal justice system, people coming home from prison, people, who struggled with substance abuse and all types of things. And I did not know that I would end up doing what I'm doing now. And I really started my entrepreneurial journey in 2011 when I had an online clothing boutique called Chrissy's Closet back then. And from there, I, um, Over the years, I kind of let go of that. In 2014, I hit a bout of depression. 2013, 2014, I hit a bout of depression. I moved from DC to Atlanta and essentially threw my whole business away. Like, I was depressed. I wasn't doing anything but eating and sleeping. I didn't have time to really think about (laughs) anything outside of surviving at that time Mm -hmm. so once i got back to dc from atlanta i really started working on my own mindset and pulling myself out of that depression and then working on my finances as well because during that time i was dead broke um got evicted from my apartment almost homeless it was just a mess so when i got back in 2016 i started a business called Debt Free Black Girl, where I help women with their personal finances and really changing the way they thought about money. And from there, I really started to notice that a lot of the issues they were having with their finances stemmed from their mental health or their mindset, their beliefs around themselves, their beliefs around money. And I'm like, I'm licensed to help these people. Why am I not doing this in my business. So I was like, let me expand in the work that I do already on a day-to-day basis and really help them in another way. And that's in 2018, I took a shift and pivoted with from debt-free black girl into more mindset, mental health related content.
0: So you are just going to get everybody's life together today, huh? <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> because I think one, uh, then one thing that I, definitely can appreciate for me looking at, so everybody knows who usually listens. If you're new listening in, my undergrad is in counseling and yes, it's such a a shift to being a (laughs) filmmaker. But what I can appreciate, number one, the first thing you said is you were just very honest about you going through a depression, right? Yeah. And you're a therapist. Yeah. And people don't get that honesty. Cause you know, people see therapists and are like, Oh, like they're cool. Or how could they relate? But you went through this. So I do want to start off with how do you, one, what is depression? Right. Because we hear that so much on social media, like, Oh, I'm depressed. You're depressed. Like, what does that really mean? What does that look like? Yeah.
1: And I think it it looks, it goes beyond like your typical sadness. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Well, for, and for me, I, in my depression, my sleep was impacted, my eating habits was impacted, I was isolating from my family and friends. So when you start to notice that you aren't pretty much at that level of functioning that you used to be in your day to day, that's when it starts to become a problem. And I noticed myself not wanting to engage, I was in a uh, relationship at that time, and we were living together. And I didn't even want to engage with my partner. I was cutting myself off from all outside life, essentially. I didn't even want to leave my house. Um, I gained 40 pounds as a result because my appetite increased. And like I said, all I was doing was sleeping and eating. And I just felt hopeless, like hopeless, feelings of hopelessness, low energy, low motivation. Those are some signs of depression. It, when it gets to the point where you are unable to continue on with your same day-to-day functioning, that's when those signs start to creep in and it's like, okay, maybe I should seek some help or, you know, really get this check because something is off. Right. And I think we know when we fell off.
0: Right. So let's shift a little bit because I do want it to be um, practical for what's going on right now. Yeah. So- I I know that like, this is different for us right now. All of us are feeling the effects, whether you're air quote, and I'm not being sh- shady, <laughs> an <laughs> introvert or not, you know, it's still impacting us all. And when I say it, it's the virus. So it's impacting us all in a certain way because our routine is different. Right. Yeah. As much as we're like, yay, I get to do this, do that. My routine is still different. I'm still not engaging with people. So what does that look like? Like how are we supposed to take care of our mental health in this, like in this right now for people who might not have been depressed ever in their life versus those who know that's something they struggle with?
1: Yeah. And what I'm seeing a lot right now, just in my personal clients with the people i am working with is a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of that. During this time, like people are really concerned and worried about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are fearful of what's to come, you know, the future, the unknown. They're afraid of the unknown and really having to, like you said, shift their day to day. There have been massive disruptions in like the way that we live, essentially. And people are worried Mm -hmm. and With that being said, I think that it is very imperative at this time to make sure that we are checking in with ourselves to see how we're feeling, um, checking in with our body, because sometimes mental health symptoms may show up in physical pain, um, body aches, uh, tension in the shoulders and headaches, things like that. So paying attention to our body and what it's trying to tell us and making sure that we are being honest about how we feel in this time and really connecting with loved ones on it and really expressing how we feel and being honest and transparent. And especially during this time, I know you mentioned that our routines are off. We're not engaging with people as normal. Mm -hmm. It's really important that you be intentional with carving out the time to still engage. Like, it, we might not be engaging in person, and but it's important that we connect via FaceTime, video chat, things like that, phone calls, however you need to to make sure that you aren't isolating during this time. Because I think that is when doing that will start leading down that road of depression and loneliness and things like that.
0: Okay, so for someone who has never seen a therapist before right uh-huh. um what does checking in with myself look like like into like what we're going through right now how can i check in with myself like how do we make that practical
1: okay for me when i do a check-in right i'm mm-hmm. asking myself and i like to write so mm-hmm. i like the journal And I use journaling as a tool to check in with myself. And sometimes I'm doing a free write to see what comes out in my writing. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, even if I'm not necessarily thinking or aware of what I'm thinking in, in that moment, my true feelings comes out on paper. So checking in, how am I feeling today? How am I feeling? Did anything happen this week that sent me into an emotion or a feeling that I typically don't feel or experience? Um, am I making sure that I am engaging with others, staying connected? Am I continuing to have some sort of routine or structure in my day? You know, making sure that's important, making sure that you are sticking to some type of routine or structure, because even though things have massively shifted in our day to day, Mm -hmm. Like, we are still in control of some things, right? And it's Mm -hmm. important that we focus on those things that are in our control. And I think the more that we take that time to really sit down and ask ourselves some of those questions, the better off we'll be in the long run, because who knows how long this may be going on.
0: And I think that's uh, really good that what you said, because um, me being... I knew not nine, nine, nine to fiver anymore. <laughs> I had to adjust to uh-huh. like having a routine because like the first maybe couple of days, oh, sis was out here living her <laughs> <best> life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna get to it later. Later would be like, never. And then I had to think like, girl, you still got bills. You're a trusty. Yep yeah (laughs) those bills ain't gonna stop they not gonna stop they don't care about you like having this whole come to jesus moment and quitting Uh, (laughs) when did you quit december 31st was my last was it december no december the 30th was my last day oh wow congratulations right girl listen i'm over here like lord Thank you, though. Uh,
1: But I think that's
0: really good that you said routine, like even for people who are, are given the privilege to work from home, like during this time, why is routine good for us? Like, why do we need this? And how does that help our mental health?
1: Yeah, I think uh, when we have a routine and some type of structure, Mm -hmm. like that's giving us, like I mentioned, that sense of control. And a lot of people are feeling out of control right now. And like I said, feeling heightened anxiety. And if we can control what we're doing throughout our day, I think that we are allowing ourselves to be in a place where we are maintaining a healthy mental health in this time mindset. Um, When we are being intentional with waking up in the morning and getting our day started with things that fulfill us or things that are positive. So for instance, meditation, prayer, journaling, moving our bodies, make sure we are eating a healthy, well-rounded breakfast. And instead of just jumping into our workday, we're actually easing into our day and making sure that we're in a, a good headspace before tackling any um, work tasks that we have to take care of. So, creating a morning routine, making sure that you have some structure in your workday where you're taking breaks. I know sometimes it's hard. I know for me, when I first started working from home back in 2017 and really being in control of my schedule it would be hard for me to take breaks. I will be in front of my computer all day long, just going, going, going. And I think as creators, we get super excited over the work that we're creating and putting out that we forget to take care of ourselves, forget to take those breaks, forget to even eat. And we have to make sure that we're doing those things and not neglecting ourselves in the process.
0: I absolutely agree because that was my other thing. I went from one extreme to the other where it was like, okay, I'm a wing it. So now I'm super structured and I never got up from the table. Mm. And I was like, okay, I can eat at the table. Like I didn't move. Um, And even where you mentioned um, just about our body tells on us, like I didn't realize that I was stressed until I would get up and like my shoulders would be tense. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, like, what's going on? But yeah, your body will tell on you. Yeah,
1: it sure will.
0: It it gives
1: you those alerts. It's an alert system. And the same with our brain. Like, our brain signals to us. I think that's why we have some heightened anxiety, because that's what the brain is meant to do. It's meant to protect us from perceived danger, you know, and that's a normal response to stuff like this, to crises and to pandemics and things like that. But it becomes an issue when it's impacting, like I said, the way you're showing up in your Mm day-to-day or impacting the way you are panicking and overbuying in the grocery store or making sure that you are taking like these extreme measures Mm -hmm. to keep yourself safe. And I think I've witnessed a lot of that this week where a lot of people have been like overbuying and and taking these extreme measures to make sure they're good because they're thinking it's doomsday Mm -hmm. you know and in reality they aren't they aren't taking the time to really appreciate one appreciate this time and really looking at it from the perspective of just giving us the space to slow down I think a lot of times us as Americans, especially as entrepreneurs and creatives, we don't take the time to just slow down right? and be still and be present. And I'm looking at this time as a positive, even though my anxiety has heightened a bit as well. Mm-hmm. I'm still utilizing this time wisely and making sure that once everything does come back into normal, Mm -hmm. routines and things like that, then I'm at a place where I have established new habits with caring for myself, you know, going above and beyond with caring for myself. It's like I said, a lot of times we put that on the back burner as creatives. And if we aren't able to take care of ourselves, you know, we aren't going to be able to be what we need to be for the people we're meant to serve. And we aren't going to be in a good headspace to create and put out that content that God has
0: placed on us if we aren't well. And I like that you said that because, uh, today before I hopped on this call with you, I was talking to my best friend and we were just saying, how and it's nothing wrong with it but because people have so much time right and they don't have a schedule and they're kind of winging it are we trying to replace the time that we have what you just said the time to implement new self-care strategies and our newfound time are we just trying to replace that with more like consuming content um, versus taking care of ourselves
1: yeah, I definitely think that. And especially with everything that's going on, people are looking heavily into the news and heavily on social media. Like there, I was talking to a client the other day and she was saying her her iPhone was trying to tell her she was on her phone. Her screen time was 23 hours of the day. Um, and she was like, her um, intake has definitely increased. And I think, like I said, we don't know how to be still. We don't know how to just slow down and really enjoy this time because I see people trying to fill it up Mm -hmm. and feel like they have to be productive or they feeling guilt around not having much to do. And it's like, take this as a blessing and utilize this time to really take care of yourself so that when the hustle and bustle does kick back up, you have already established that routine and really have started to really check in with yourself and care for yourself in a way that wasn't there before
0: this trying time. I think that's really good advice. And I do want to ask you this because this is another question I see and outside of what's going on right now, but with creatives, and you kind of mentioned it even for yourself when you were saying how, You had your business, um, and I so want to talk about the money part, too, because I'm praying for my creatives, Uh Um, but how you, you know, had your business, you moved to Atlanta, you came back, you lost your place, and, like, just having anxiety, naturally, that creatives sometimes struggle with, like, first of all, what is anxiety? And I know it's a, a wide spectrum, but, like, how do people recognize like this is me feeling anxious like and then how do I navigate those thoughts
1: yeah so like I was saying earlier about how our brain alerts us when things are you know off or there may be some perceived danger anxiety is simply just our body's natural way of responding to stress and a lot of times it's a feeling of fear Mm -hmm. or worry excessive fear or worry over Um, what's to come the future and sometimes even the past and a lot of times I've noticed with my clients with anxiety they have a really hard time being in the present Mm -hmm. and really appreciating their life or what it is at that moment and really recognizing the actual um, facts or the actual reality of what's going on so they are always perceiving that something bad is going to happen or there's danger lurking around the corner and like I said that shows up in ways where people are like overthinking you know throughout their day and like I said having fear around something happening or thinking of worst case scenarios a lot of times my clients are thinking about the worst occurring and I'm like did that Ever happened? Like I'm always challenging them to ask them if something like that ever happened in their life, and they're like, "No, actually, no." Like actually, things have been pretty solid. Things have been going well, and I'm and I'm really like, you know, okay. So why do you think this is going to happen this time around? You know, mm-hmm. and um anxiety feelings of anxiety. Like I said, it's natural for us to get anxious from time to time as humans, but it's it's a problem when it starts. Like I said, when it starts interfering. With your work, interfering in your relationships, how you show up in those, interfering in how you view yourself and things like that. That's when it becomes an issue. And it's ideal for you to seek help in those moments when you are feeling that um, heightened anxiety.
0: Okay, so for people who are saying, okay, this time, that's going on has made me realize like I probably need additional support with a therapist or somebody who could do some type of counseling what can they expect uh, especially now because I know that you can get counseling online you can do it virtually so for somebody who's never been what can they expect the first time they go The first
1: time they go, I think um, for me, I like to do, I start by doing consultations with people so that they can see if we are even a good fit. And I can see that as well. And because I think it's really important that you do work with somebody that you feel comfortable with opening up with, even if you aren't necessarily saying, okay, I'm just going to spill everything to this person right here and right now. Mm -hmm. But really asking yourself, do I see myself Opening up to this person at some point in the future? And if that answer is no, then you shouldn't be working with them. Um, So, really, getting to know the therapist, getting to know um, that person that you will potentially work with, and that therapist will essentially be getting to know you and what your current goals are, what your needs are, what you're currently experiencing, and things like that. So, the therapist will be engaging with you to see what you would want to work on, and how you all could work together and if you all would be a good fit. And then from there, you all would do an intake appointment where that therapist digs a bit deeper into your background to get to know you a bit better. And you can really engage with that therapist, ask that therapist questions around the work that they do, how they show up for their clients. you know, Because a lot of times I'm asking my um, new client leads How do you need your therapist to show up for you? Mm -hmm. What kind of qualities are you looking for in a therapist? So I suggest that people really start thinking about if they are wanting to try therapy, to really think about what their goals would be and what kind of therapist they are looking for even before stepping in the door. Even if you haven't been to therapy before, I think that people kind of know what type of person they would vibe with most and what they need from that that Therapist, whether it's um, accountability for them to be challenged, um, you know, for your therapist to maybe have a sense of humor, it, it just it depends, and I think it's important to be clear before going into seeking help.
0: I agree. <laughs> Don't go in there blind and then have an attitude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then be mad so i do want to shift just a teeny bit before we get off um because i don't want everybody to be like okay we're not going to just talk about the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i did want to ask you because we are speaking to creatives and no matter what and prayerfully this will be over soon and we're gonna be back in a position to create. The thing that I see that a lot of creatives struggle with, and even when you were talking about money and mindset, is one, they don't ask for what they uh, should. Yep. Uh, And then two, they compare themselves. Yep. Uh, So You said that, like, look, let me get y'all together. Ooh, ooh, (laughs) man, what?
1: Like, that comparison and then the imposter syndrome is real like, who am I to be stepping out here and helping these people? I'm like, sis, you've been doing this for years. I know for me, when I switched from debt-free Black girl into more mental health mindset work, I struggled with feeling like, oh, what are these people going to think? You know, I was, um, well, people still find me valuable? And I'm like, girl, you do this in your day-to-day. You've been in the field since 2011. Like, what why wouldn't you be qualified to show up for these people in this way and i just really had to work through my own mindset struggles at that time but i often see entrepreneurs like you said struggling with that comparison and imposter syndrome feeling like they're not valuable or good enough and then that impacts the way they show up right or the lack thereof that impacts the way they go after that that price point that they desire Like, because they feel like they aren't deserving of those premium prices. So they lowball themselves and don't ask for what they really need or what they really want. Because they don't feel like they're good enough for that, to ask for that.
0: So then how do we get over not feeling good enough?
1: Yeah, so I always... I know that when I ask people, when they say that they don't feel good enough, I'm always asking them, okay, so what does that look like? What does enough mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they can't even articulate it. Like they can't even put it into words. So they're, they're expecting themselves to be like these perfectionists. Like that's what I see a lot of too, perfectionism Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs and feeling like everything has to be put together and perfect, perfectly packaged before they put themselves out there. And that's a lie. So I really work with my clients to challenge those negative belief systems um, and really dig deep to figure out, okay, where where are they even coming from? What is this rooted in, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, finding evidence that kind of um, disputes those beliefs, because a lot of times the evidence that we have, the, the things that we have done up until the point That we are today, it backs up why we are even doing this in the first place. Like we are not frauds. We are not failures. And here's why. So I have clients really looking at their track record and looking at the accomplishments that they actually accomplished. And a lot of times people don't take the time out to acknowledge those things and really Mm -hmm. celebrate themselves and they forget who they are. They really forget who they are and whose they are. Like as a believer, um, I think a lot of times people lose sight of just being children of God and really Uh, believing in his word and what he says about us. And we believe the lies of the enemy. And it's, it's really time to fight back and challenge those beliefs when they come up because we were destined for greatness. We were destined to do all that God has called us to do. He would not have given you the vision if you weren't equipped, if you weren't enough. Right. So I think it's really important to just really check ourselves when those things come up, because we're human. It's going to come up, but don't let it rule you. Don't let it control how you show up in the,
0: in the world. I felt that I felt like you was about to keep giving them a good word. I know. I feel like I wanted to, but I was (laughs) like, I feel like I'm talking too (laughs) much. No, no. I mean, it's true. I, I just think that I want, especially creatives and just people in general, but because I'm speaking to creatives, for us to really understand just like, one, we're unique. Yeah. So you don't have to compare yourself to anybody on Instagram or social media for that fact. And I think that just once people really understand that, then like you, you dominate your lane. Yeah. Yeah. It's yours. Like, it's literally nobody else's, but yours. So right. Just send them all to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That comparison
1: has people showing up fake, you know, faking for the gram and it's just like, sis, that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And when you start being who you are and walking authentically in who you are, you're going to attract the people who are called for you, called to you. Not everyone was meant to be a client or meant to work with you or collaborate with you but God has a specific group of people who you are meant to serve and that makes me excited to know that I don't have to do it for everybody right like the people who are meant to work with me are going to come to me i'm a tr- attract them with just essentially showing up who, with who I am and all that I have. And when I started putting that into perspective more, I really start stopped taking all of that pressure that I've been putting on myself. And I took it off essentially and really started changing my mindset around showing up. Cause I used to struggle with showing up in the past a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. It's like the times that I did show up, people loved it, but I'm like, why am I not doing this more? And it's because I didn't believe in myself, essentially. And like you said, we are unique. We are called to be unique. I don't want to be like anyone else. And once we start to realize that that uniqueness is a positive, then we'll use that to our advantage.
0: And that's so funny that you said that because um, look at me, get my whole therapy session. Um, I (laughs) I recognize that for myself. With social media, like one on one, even in person, even when I'm like being an awkward black girl sometimes, I can show yeah, that's up. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh-huh. show up. But then it's like when you get on social media, I don't know what it is that makes you think that like what you have to say is just not good enough. Mm. Because like I would find myself like, look, I'm wordy. Like, and somebody going to read all these 500 characters I got? <laughs> uh-huh. But I found myself like, oh, no, like, maybe I need to do this. But, like, the times that I legitimately just laid my heart out there and yep. wrote what I wanted to write, that's what I, like, I got the response. Yeah. And I don't know what it is in our brain that's like, oh, no, like, let me do it this way. And I think that's also that I, what I was gonna say to you when I asked you like wrap up. What are some things that we need to do so that like we can, I guess, wrap our mind around like our identity. Like, do we need to decrease social media? Do like what are things we need to do to feed ourselves like goodness? Like you said, making
1: sure that we are limiting what we're consuming. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, we have information and everything at our fingertips these days, and we have access to all these people's lives, right? But all of these people's lives or what they're showing us, so half the time, that stuff is just for front, you know, a front, and we don't know what those people are going through. We don't know the journeys that they've had to endure to get to where they are. And I think it is important for us to limit our consumption on social media. Um, even if like, I've been trying to get into scheduling my, my stuff more mm-hmm. so that I don't have to be on there all day long. Cause I can really get lost on Instagram all day long. True. And, <laughs> and when I, when I get off it, I don't feel good. It, it really like drains me and i started really realizing recognizing that and re- like i said checking in with how i was feeling every time that i engaged with social media and it sometimes it wasn't positive so i really had to shift some things around my consumption and with within my as far as identity goes i think really taking the time to for me in my identity it was really strengthening my relationship with God, getting into the word, really um, identifying those things that God says about me and that are to be true Mm -hmm. and really taking those things and embodying that. And then, like I said, writing down some of my thoughts, some of my beliefs about myself and really challenging them off paper. Like, is this facts or is this just my feelings? Because sometimes feelings they lead us astray. They they are not facts, right? And they're fleeting. So I can't give in to how I'm feeling all the time because how I'm feeling is going to lead me down that road of destruction sometimes because my mind can can wander. It can go go there. And I really need to make sure that I am keeping myself in a place where I am connected to who I am in Christ, and then who I know myself to be in the world. Um, And like you said, embracing that uniqueness. And when when we go back to consumption, I think watching what we watch on TV, what we listen to, and all of that impacts us as well. So I make sure that I'm listening to positive music or positive podcasts things that are going to encourage me and inspire me and keep me going on this journey because it is not easy like especially as an entrepreneur every single day looks different and this highs and lows and we have to be um strong to endure it and i think it starts with making sure we're taking care of our mind body and spirit in all ways to endure this journey
0: i agree So any last word, suggestions, or tips that you have for creatives that may be listening? For creatives
1: right now, I think uh, in this space that we're in, a lot of times there is uncertainty, like I said, with the journey and a lot of doubt and a lot of fear. And I just say to them to just take it one day at a time. Just really try to be present and actually find joy in your days. Because, like I said, every day is different most of the time, and try to find something in your day that brings you joy that you can really appreciate, and then take time to actually acknowledge that appreciation or that gratitude. Gratitude is huge for me, and I utilize a five-minute journal. I don't know if you're familiar with it.
0: Yes, and I wanted
1: one. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. You should get it. I've been using that for years now, and it has really shape my day to be more positive and, and be more intentional about how I want my day to go and feel more in control of my day. And, and, and cause life is going to happen, right? Life is going to happen, but it's all about how we respond to life happening that makes a difference. And I want you to make sure that you're really checking your responses to what's going on in the world, what's going on in your relationships and things like that. And in your business to make sure that you are staying on top of your mental health and your wellness, you know, in a way that's gonna allow you to
0: keep going and to endure. That's good. And now I'm definitely gonna to have to get that journal. I can yeah. somebody post about it.
1: I'm gonna send you my link. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, send me your link. I got you. Yeah. Uh, and then let everybody know how they can keep up with you if they are interested in possibly getting any therapy from you those type of things
1: okay so i am am very involved with instagram so you can check me out on instagram at kristen sutton lpc that's K R I S T I N S U T T O N L P C, lpc and then my therapy website is her therapy space and my therapy instagram is also her therapy space so you can check me out there
0: Okay. And thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. You're the first one for season four.
1: Yes. Thanks for having me. This is cool.
0: Yes. I appreciate it. It encouraged me and I needed it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I needed it too.
0: (laughs) So everybody that's listening, please make sure that you share that you subscribe and you leave a comment. Also make sure that you're not just talking about it, but you're out there living your dreams Don't let the times discourage you. Um, Do what you can where you are and continue to keep living out loud. Until next time.